I'm going to see um, Barbie and Oppenheimer this week. Let's go. I'm trying to be a part of the pop culture. Did you see either of them? I haven't seen either. I don't know if I'll see Barbie. I kind of want right. to see Oppenheimer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're doing Barbie tonight and then Oppenheimer tomorrow. So, which is crazy. I feel like this is like the most I've been in a movie theater. Like, I don't think I've ever seen two movies in the same week before. You've seen a fair bit of movies this year. Yeah, I mean, I do live so close to the Alamo, but I'm not going to give them props because I feel like that's what I always do is just give the Alamo props. Are you looking forward to one movie more than the other? Um, no, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I guess if I was like just going to pick one, I would probably go see Oppenheimer just myself, but um, I'm looking forward to both. I hear both are really good, so... Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm open to enjoy either one of them more than the other. I'm not sure where it's going to end up. Have you gotten your uh, your outfits picked out for the evening? <laughs> I mean, I guess I might wear this because it is pink. So I think I'll just probably roll with what I got on right now. Um, and weirdly enough, all my... Every time we record one of these, the... like recording channels pick like random colors in the software and today it's all pink so I guess it the software knew what I was up to tonight have you have you been outside much like in the last few days I feel like everybody everywhere I'm going that has like a large amount of people there I've seen a lot more pink now than I was seeing like six months ago dude you're probably right I feel like um that like there's a lot of people making this shit like their personality like i hear i hear it's fucking crazy good and um yeah i don't know i haven't really noticed that but i feel like that is something to look out for um i do think it's funny that since they came out the same day like it was definitely one of those situations where you could just like people would walk into the movie theater and you knew like which way they were headed you know because they're like pretty drastically um, different obviously uh, <laughs> but I saw a couple of videos of people just switching the color palettes on them which I thought was pretty cool uh, just to like completely switch up the vibe of both movies um, but yeah I'm, I'm excited to see uh, what each of them is all about and also just excited to be a part of movies that are coming out yeah I'm looking forward to our combo next week on your uh synopsis of each movie yeah yeah i'm about to be really fucking overwhelmed with uh media this week but um looking forward to it good friday is episode 41 41 um antoine blake he's a like a random fucking cornerback for the steelers a couple years ago he only played for like two years i feel like <laughs> do you know terrence newman Mm, I not really know. Played on the Cowboys, he, and then I think he played on the Bengals. I think he was forty-one on the Cowboys. That's my pick. I don't have any other forty-ones lined up. Oh, Dirk is Dirk forty-one? I don't know. Terrence Newman is forty-one though. That was good. Dirk Nowitzki, I think he's forty-one. You're right. All right, so that's good. That's that's three and one. That, that's pretty good. Um. Yeah, episode 41. First time on Zoom. We in here. 
So, uh, live from halfway, and one of us is at home, and you're in Georgia. So, yes, sir. Um, live from Georgia. Yeah. So, so forgive any uh, miscues <laughs> because this is we're pretty much starting at square one as far as video chatting goes because we've never even attempted it before. Yeah, one take, Jake. Yeah, so I'm staying in, I'm staying in Dallas, Georgia, right now. I think it's about forty minutes to an hour northwest of Atlanta. Oh, okay. And um, there's a city slash town nearby. It's called Kennesaw. And one thing I found out since I've been here is that the city of Kennesaw they have a they have a law for anybody who lives in that town is required to have a handgun. <laughs> I feel like I've heard of this before, like on a on a TikTok or something. Um that's pretty interesting. That's what I said. And I don't I feel like maybe I've heard of that before. But I did some googling and there's really only a handful of areas in the United States that have that um law. That that's just one of those laws that people don't um like it's like such a weird thing because it's like not even enforced you know so it's like what actually makes that like what makes it a law just the fact that it's written down like um i just feel like if you like search through like uh laws of like any county it seems like there's always like some weird ass ones that like make absolutely no sense but that is uh pretty funny that it's everyone must own a handgun so did you buy one when you got there i did not and I did not bring my handgun from home. But You're under arrest. <laughs> oh, you just have to own one. I guess you don't have to have it on you. Yeah, so I think so with that, they'd be able to track whether or not a household has a firearm. Plus, they might have more local ordinances to where they're able to oversee that. But the reason, I think it, they passed it in 1982 because there was a handgun ban in Illinois or something, and I guess that provoked them to want to do that. But the the ordinance states in order to, to promote for the emergency management of the city and further in order to provide for and protect the safety, security, and general welfare of the city and its inhabitants, every head of household residing in city limits is required to maintain a firearm together with ammunition. And then there's an exempt That's crazy, man. from people who suffer from physical or mental disability, which would prohibit them from using such a firearm. And then also people who are poor or conscientiously oppose maintaining firearms based on their religious beliefs. So, or if they're a felon. That's crazy, man. I mean, yeah, I get it if you're not like legally allowed to own one, but yeah, so you, you essentially either need a doctor's note or like a note from your church to not own a gun. At least that's the way the law reads. That's really funny. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I just thought it was interesting because I, I've never been in an area like that before, but yeah, there's like a family guy bit about, um, liquor stores in Texas. Like anytime you buy a bottle of Jack Daniels, they give you a, a gun. Um, in Texas, it seems like that's, yeah, but that's like some real shit in that County. I guess. Uh, well, I've also heard that yeah, their, I, uh, their crime rate is super, super low. Do you think those two are, uh, related correlated yeah I, I mean in a sense I think I mean correlation isn't causation but 
Mm. Um, I think violent crime is, based on what I'm looking at right now, violent crime is 9.7% and property crime is 25%, which is 10% below the United States average for property crime and violent crime is below by like 13%. But now, I mean, I think so because I know in previous talks, I think the second time Ben came on the show, we were talking about the concealed carry law in Florida. Yeah. Whereas if more people have a gun, this is what my theory was. If more people have a gun, some people might be more careful about uh, finding themselves in conflicting situations or situations involving conflict, you know? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. But I'm not sure if it's a direct correlation, but I do do think it's interesting. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's just funny, you know? It's just one of those, like, funny laws that, you know, I don't think... Someone tells me they're not knocking on doors to make sure the head of a household owns a gun. Right. But, but what you been up to? Um. Oh, shit. I was in... I just got back from Charlotte. I feel like I always fucking blank on my, like, week... Like, last week plans when I come on here. Um. I was just in Charlotte, North Carolina... Me and Logan went down to see Maggie Rogers, and that was on Monday. So we left Sunday uh, and just got to explore the city. It was pretty cool. Charlotte's a cool town. It's like a big city environment, but um, everyone seems so friendly, you know? Like, there wasn't that, like, coldness to New York where you'd be, like, or, like, D.C. even when you're, like, kind of afraid to ask someone a question like directions or anything because everybody's just like is has headphones on is looking like straight at the ground um here everybody was like usually in groups and like um really uh really friendly looking and just like you know you felt like you could ask someone for directions or like a restaurant recommendation and you've been to charlotte a few times haven't you i have been before but i've never really explored the city i drove down for a concert in college to see when I saw Cage the Elephant but I drove down went to the show and then drove back afterwards so I didn't really um, but even then the taste I got like of the people I waited in line with to get in were all like super friendly so um, that theme seems to always be a thing thing down there so yeah I had a good time yeah it's awesome that's a that's a place I've only been to once but I definitely want to go back I think we went yeah, for we st- uh, some NCAA games. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we stayed like smack next to the basketball stadium. Ah, like, PNC we Arena. Really, or no. Um, no, uh, Spectrum called? Center. Spectrum Center. Yeah. Uh, so we were like literally like right next to it. So that was kind of cool just to see that. And um, so yeah, we were like right in the heart of everything. Um, Do you see LaMelo yeah. anywhere? Uh, pictures. Yeah. But no, I didn't. I didn't see him. I didn't see any of the basketball players. I thought, like, I might because I was, like, so close to the stadium. I mean, not that they just hang out at the stadium, but still felt like I was in the right area, too, you know. How was the show? It was good. Um, Really, the amphitheater there, I I thought it was, like, Jiffy Loop size, but it was, like, really small. It was closer to the one in Charlottesville. Small. Um, And we had pretty rough seats. But uh, luckily they had like this upgrade thing available and it was like 15 bucks. And then we were like, <laughs> like they like the upgrade was so crazy. Like we were like, I don't know, four rows behind the pit, like 
really close to the stage and it was <laughs> and we went from like these terrible seats to that for fifteen dollars. So that was pretty cool. That's always great um, when that happens. Yeah, I just was um I saw it like waiting outside the bathrooms and I saw this thing is just like scan this QR code to see what upgrades that we have available. Um and I figured it was just going to be really expensive, but I figured I'd check it out anyway once I saw where we were sitting cuz I didn't we were just we were far away, but we were so like off to the side that you we were pretty much just like looking at like the speakers and the equipment, you know what I mean? You could barely actually like, see the bands. Um and yeah, it turned out to be super reasonable. So yeah, shout out people in Charlotte for not going to the concert so I could get a cheap seat upgrade. I had one of those uh, intrusive app moments two days ago. Um, what do you mean? Like, go go ahead. Like, I was, so I'll start off by saying, I was recently approached to do some side work as like a construction management type role um, for this one person, right? So I'll say that for prefacing. And then just yesterday I was talking to Sierra's dad because we're down here visiting him this week. And he was talking to me about how they, the neighborhood they're living in, this one guy got subcontracted to do all the framing for every home that was going up. So then it reminded mm-hmm. me of the the side work I was proposed with because that involves some framing and stuff. So I was, I was thinking about asking her dad if he knew of the guy who wants me to do some work for him because he used to deliver in the area. Ended up not saying anything. And after the conversation, like 10 seconds later, I opened up Facebook. And my client, the the client, the guy, he was the first suggested friend on my Facebook feed. Like right, right. after I was about to say his name and I didn't say his name. It just freaked me out. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's really getting out of hand. Like, um, I mean, I guess it's been out of hand. But the fact that it's like the way you prefaced that story was like oh, I had one of those moments lately. You know, it's like that happens so often that like we're at the point where we're just saying like, oh yeah, you know, that happened to me again. My phone fucking was listening to what I was thinking, you know. Uh, I had one of those too recently. I can't remember what it was, but it freaked me out enough to put my phone in a different room for the rest (laughs) of the day. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, I wasn't, it wasn't even like surprising that it happened. It was just like, what the hell, you know? Yeah, it's, it's more frustrating than anything. Creep me out if I don't say anything, and it still is able to show me something. I just I don't know how it does that. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't. I they try to explain it in those fucking uh, like that. What what's that fucking documentary called on Netflix? Um, Social dilemma. Yeah, 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 yeah. They try to like explain how they like kind of like bounce it off of like they uh, they know like who you're around and like things they're interested in and stuff and it like makes this like map to pinpoint to stuff that but that doesn't I feel like that's just a lie like I feel like there's like some there has to be like a deeper level of like understanding they have than to be able to do that um but I guess you know a lot of companies are like selling your data and stuff so it's kind of like 
they're doing some of that, but they're also like piecing together all this information that they have about you. Um, I don't know, man. It's actually like pretty terrifying. And it's like the amount that they like track on you, like down to like how long you looked at a Instagram reel or something. Like if you watched it once or twice, or if you skipped it like halfway through, like all of that, every second is like so calculated into the kind of stuff that you get shown. I don't know, man. It's kind of freak. Suggested content really freaks me out. <laughs> what the more I think about it. It's, I mean, yeah. I feel like we've talked about this before. It's cool in the sense if I'm trying to find something. But if I don't want to yeah. see it, leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just scary how, like, they know you so well, you know? And it, um, yeah, we definitely, this is like beating a dead horse on this. I feel like we've talked about this a few times, but. I don't know, man. It's so easy to, like, lose. I feel like actually, like, lose parts of your personality because you're being fed all of the stuff that matches up with your personality but could maybe only be focusing on one part of it. And then in the sense that you become so attached to that and see it so often, like, you're losing, like, the little things that make you, like, like, the individual person that you are, you know? Um I don't know that that can just be freaky to think about like the like amount of power social media's has on that. Um but to pivot Twitter they it's the they the fucking logo is an X now. Did you see that? Yeah, I was getting ready to bring that up. Yeah, what the fuck, man? <laughs> that shit is weird to me. What what do you think about that? I think they're doing a complete I think Elon wants to do a complete rebranding. So he's changing the name, the logo. Um, and from from what I'm hearing, I don't know. I I think it has to do with, I think it could have to do with the whole free speech thing because he came out and said that was like one of the big things with buying Twitter in the first place. But then I think he learned how much power the advertisers have in that situation. Right, because mm-hmm. I know there was a huge advertising boycott, and then eventually they came back. But you really can't have giving so much power to the advertisers in that kind of situation. Not all it, you can't have free speech with all your money coming from the advertisers. So you have to find some other way to make money with your platform. And I think mm-hmm. he wants to try to do. I think X formerly known as Twitter, is essentially going to be like a sidekick for a bigger overarching thing that he's trying to create, sort of like how Threads was for Zuckerberg and things like that. Um, Yeah. I think he has to find a way to make the money because even if if you make the money and you get by, you get by the advertisers, then you have to get by the App Store, right? Because the App Store has its own terms of service. Which is something I hadn't really thought of before. Um, so then he has to, he's got to come up with his own thing if the App Store is going to pull all of his apps or softwares off their program. Then he has to fund his own program. I just, I just don't know where you get all that money from to fund everything. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, you can't, like, Android, you can, like get like third party apps and shit but like if they pull that shit off the Apple App Store there's just I don't think there's any possible way of getting it without like fucking with your phone you know um 
Yeah, that's where it gets tricky, man. But I heard something that it was like kind of he's like attempting to make it like like you said, like it, this is just like a piece of the puzzle of like one app to rule them all kind of thing. Like somebody compared it to and this is just like somebody on the Internet. I have no idea how credible this is, but um, something like in China that is essentially like Twitter, Uber and Venmo, like all in one app. And they said it's like the start of like trying to do something like that, <laughs> like major crossover like that. Um, so you just have like one app on your phone that you do everything with. Yeah, I agree. it's like I know either last week or the week before we were talking about threads and how how nervous you were for Facebook and Meta to sort of become that thing where everything is synonymous together. Yeah, um, but I th- I think Amazon might have a bigger hold on. I think Amazon might be that. You know what I'm saying? Because they have, uh, Amazon has to be one of the highest bookseller uh, platform or markets right now. Because I think they own Kindle. Right. Um, then you can buy books straight off of them. They've got their own uh, movies, streaming platforms. They've got their own music. They've got their own grocery stores. I think they own Whole Foods, which is one of the yeah, you're right. most popular grocery stores. Um I don't really know where I was going with that, but yeah, I mean, Amazon has that that on everything pretty much, but they don't really have like a social platform, mm. you know, like they don't have anything that like people discuss things on or post ideas. Um, they could probably, I mean, they have the money for it, you know, to like to figure it, figure out one, but uh, yeah, I mean, it is kind of it's it is weird though, like um, walking into a Whole Foods and they have discounts but for prime members that's like mm. a thing you know it's like kind of weird like it's like like at food lion they got like the, you know most stores have like their own little membership card or whatever but it doesn't actually mean anything but yeah like you go into a whole foods it's like oh buy one get one free for prime members which is just like it gives it gives having amazon prime like this almost like social status you know like so you can shop at whole foods and shit like um which that uh, again gets kind of scary like where it means more than just like you get to you get your packages faster you know yeah and i've never even i've never even been inside of whole foods do you guys shop at whole foods no we just have one i checked it out we went there once just to see because i had never been in one one either and we went went in one just to like see what it was like um it's okay i guess i i I mean it's like a wegmans you know it's like higher end but the prime deals that shit stuck with me it's just kind of i just wasn't expecting to see that oh they own twitch too i didn't do they does i didn't know that they own mgm studios Damn. They own Ring. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they own a lot. Damn. Whole Foods is their largest. Zappos. Do you know what Zappos is? Um, I thought. I want to say, isn't that like printing or something? Zappos, Zappos. Shoes, clothes, boots. Clothes, oh, shoes. What the fuck am I thinking? Shoes, sneakers, boots. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but. I guess to round it back out, um, 
with Elon buying or changing change it the branding of Twitter. I think it's I don't know Twitter, the brand itself has is a pretty big brand I'd say, um, mm-hmm. and the concept of how Twitter started is kind of cool too. But I don't I don't really know. I don't know. He I mean he's probably thinking way ahead of we all are, but. Yeah, I just don't I don't get the X thing, but and why X? Maybe it'll Yeah, maybe it'll make it it'll make itself clear in the future. But right now it for, it makes absolutely no sense to me why it's it says that. I thought the bird was cool, man. It's a cool logo. Yeah, and the concept of short form like a microblog. Mhm. Yeah. Chirping back and forth with people. It's a cool concept. I, I mean, I do, I do like the the idea that he's like realizes that it is more serious than that um whereas like that's a that's a great idea like just kind of a micro blog type thing but like just the way like society is going like all of these means so much more than like instagram means so much more than just it's a place to post pictures you know which is unfortunate but it's kind of the way it is so i feel like if that's the direction he's taking then i at least agree with that portion of it of like taking every taking all this shit a little bit more seriously, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. X, I don't even have Twitter anymore, so it doesn't really affect me too much. Have you seen House of Cards? No. Do you know who Kevin Spacey is? Yes. Well, he's he was like the main character in House of Cards for X amount of okay. seasons. Until he came under scrutiny for sexual assault charges, right? Do you know much about that? Uh, yeah, I mean that's all I knew about him. But I'm reading now. I th- guess I feel like I know what you're about to say. Found not guilty, cleared of all charges. Yes, sir. This morning. Damn, dude, that's crazy, bro. On his 64th yeah, birthday. I... Damn. And the charges date back to 2001, from what I read. Wow, but I saw a comment he made to this German magazine, and it's called Zeit or Zeit or something. And mm-hmm. he was saying that he was claiming that there are people right now who are ready to hire him the moment he's cleared of all the charges. Right? Do you think that's true? Yeah, probably. I mean, he's a pretty big time actor, right? Or at least. I just feel like he's one of those names you know. Right. Yeah, I mean um, I know he's had I know he's had lots of appearances and performances and stuff, but House of Cards is the most notable one I know. And within that show, he's sort of like he sort of is a villain to an extent. I guess that's up for debate, but how he operates within politics and stuff like that, it hearing the news that was coming of it, I just feel like in that show the character is the real person. Oh, that's how I feel. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like the acts he does in the show, for me, it's hard to decipher or turning off the show and viewing him as an actual person. Yeah, that's hard. Because of what he does in the show and then seeing like this uh, controversy he's surrounded around in real life, it's hard to erase. Or I could see how it could be hard to erase for some people like, that he's actually found not guilty. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's probably some 
people that would be willing to get him. But yeah, I mean, I guess you kind of also have to just think like he's like, um, you know, like canceled regardless, you know, like it's kind of, it's tough. Plus I'm reading he appears on the flight logs for Jeffrey Epstein. So seems like maybe there's more to this than I didn't realize it was against like some of this was had to do with like kids. I feel like that's like shit you don't come back from. Right. Um, yeah, I guess it's like, I don't know. I feel like initially I like part of me thinks like, yes, there'll probably be people that bring him in. Um, but just cause I feel like, you know, people like, I feel like Hollywood can kind of turn the page quick on shit, mm. you know? Um, but I don't know, man, he did some, or at least he's, a, I guess he was cleared, but he was, um, accused of some pretty fucked up shit so I don't know I guess we'll see fucking Kevin Spacey back in the back in the biz I guess <laughs> mm. I, I had a thought the other day about uh, this sort of random but you know how we've talked about how people online can have or celebrities can have influence to make average people do certain things or go buy certain mm-hmm. products yeah. um, and this thought came to me the other day about celebrities buying homes in certain areas and sort of raising the cost of houses in those areas because they're there their presence you know what I mean yeah have you ever thought about or has that ever crossed your mind not really but it does make sense um yeah, I, I mean, if once a celebrity moves to an area, it becomes a high-end area, you know. Or e- even if they don't live there full-time, as soon as a celebrity buys a house in an area, like... And, you know, real estate, people aren't going to take advantage of that. Like, oh, well, a Kardashian just bought a house here, so, yeah, this is a big-time neighborhood, so now the house went up $300,000 or whatever. You know what I mean? That's something that's pretty easy, like low-hanging fruit for them to take take advantage of, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. And then it's also being able to raise prices. If you're a realtor, right, and you're selling, you've got the contract for every house in this HOA or something, whatever, however that stuff works. Um, And you have somebody like Dwayne The Rock Johnson buy a house in your HOA, not even living there or a subdivision or whatever. Buys a house, you sell it to him, at a smaller, like at a huge discount. You know what I mean? To make it be like impossible mm-hmm. to not buy it. Right. Because you're guaranteed oh. profit on investment. So yeah. you're selling one house at like a 50% discount, let's say. Then you can just hike up the prices for everybody make, else. Make it up for everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that happens? Um, I mean, that makes sense, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, there could definitely be truth in that. I've never really thought about that, but that doesn't, that's not like a very far fetched idea, I feel like. Um, yeah, I mean, you, the money is there to be made up at that point, and no one's batting an eye about it because there's a celebrity living in the area now. Right. And I guess it's a little real estate conspiracy. Yeah. And I guess 
to shorten it all up, I just, I didn't, I guess before I never really thought of products or houses as products, like how celebrities market certain products, but they are products. Yeah. I don't know. thought that was interesting. Remember when Snoop Dogg bought property in the metaverse and everybody was trying to live next to Snoop Dogg in the metaverse? Man, we really fucking tumbled down that path for a while. I'm kind of glad that that didn't catch on. That's a Actually, perfect I'm very example. Glad. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even though it was virtual, it's still the concept's there. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has a house here, or he had one at one point. Yeah, I think that's that's sort of what got my mind going is where we're staying yeah. right now. I think I heard he bought a property like pretty close within yeah a short drive. But um, um, something else, and I don't remember who was telling me this. Um, so like he had a bunch of stuff to move into the house, right? And he like um used like a local like a local moving company, like somebody from Charlottesville. And I wonder like, did that, did they hike up their price after that? Cause they're like, we service doing the rock Johnson, you know, it's like, or, I mean, you know, they're definitely at least putting that out there for some clout, like pictures with him and shit. Oh, definitely. Or just like anytime, like a celebrity visits your restaurant, like you're, pus- you're at least at the very least putting pictures up like everywhere just for swag, you know, even if you give them a free meal, it's still worth it. It's that same thing of just like it's an investment because you're just going to take off from it. So to think that it doesn't happen in the real estate world, I feel like it's silly. So I, I think I'm with you on that. Let's go. Discounting the house. Let's go. Yeah, I felt I felt smart when I thought of that because I feel like that's something that not a lot of people think about. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it like definitely happens. Yeah. It could be sure. way off the mark, but that's what I think. But it's just that that same thing of anything giving giving away not necessarily giving but like taking a hit on profit for one because of the benefits of it like it's you know it's a no brainer When's the last time you raced somebody? <laughs> race? Raced. Like on foot? Yeah. On foot? Foot race. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Probably like third grade. Seriously? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, I imagine we did it in high school as part of lacrosse. I don't remember it specifically, but I'm sure that that happened. Um, but if that's the case, then then in high school. Let's just say that because we probably did. But... I don't know, man. I've always been slow. Like, I've never been fast. Even when I was, like, had a short period of time when I was, like, in pretty good shape, I was still slow. So, that's one that I've always... I'll usually turn down the... <laughs> if someone was to ask me to race, I think I would say no uh, 10 times out of 10. Why do you ask? Have you raced someone recently? I think I'm, I think I'm racing Sierra later today. <laughs> Foot race. She thinks she can beat me in a race. <laughs> I put a hundred dollars on the line. Really? Yeah. You put, you guys are gonna race for a hundred bucks. Yeah. 
Is she gonna pay you, pay up if you beat She's it? She's gonna have to. Damn, dude, that's crazy. You should film that shit. That's some good content. Yeah, that, that's Put what that I'm thinking. On Instagram. That's <laughs> some good clean. Is she a runner? What'd you say? Is she a runner? Is she a runner? Mm, I mean, she's fit. She played. Right. She, I mean, let's see. In high school, she played softball and volleyball. So they weren't like soccer running, but right. she conditioned. How, she's how pretty far confident. is your race going to be? How far is your race going to be? I'm thinking. I don't know, forty yard dash, probably from like a mailbox to the end of the cold sack that we're Damn, in. Damn, dude, that's pretty high. That's I want to really get it on funny. video though. Oh, you have to. Yeah, somebody's got to film that shit. Like, what if instead of and I don't think I wouldn't say you or I find ourselves in situations of um, conflict, but if you did find yourself in a situation of conflict and somebody's like trying to fight you, just be like. <laughs> trying to race <laughs> that, that would shut it down fast because that is a cringy ass <laughs> I feel like that's like if someone wants to fight you and you say that like I feel like the whole situation is like deflated which is probably the goal exactly be like you want to take this outside let's race 20 let's bucks race. that's some that's some uh, like yeah that's like some elementary school shit like the coolest kids were the ones who could run the fastest you know yeah that was like that was like a social status and when you were a kid. Um Oh fuck man. Yeah, I always hated that shit cuz I was never fast. I wasn't and like that was like that's how you like gained popularity, man. You fucking worked your way up the ladder by like beating kids in races, which is just <laughs> fucking bonkers, man. It's pretty crazy. But uh I also wasn't the fastest kid. I played sports year round and in basketball when we would do sprints, I'd try to be like I try to finish top five. That'd be my goal, right? Because I, yeah. I mean, I was a bigger guy too. But yeah, the long legs are definitely an advantage. Yeah, especially I don't know, man. I, I don't really know enough about. I don't think I've ever seen Sierra run, so I don't think I could really pick a winner in this. But I like. I just think it's funny that y'all are about to have a race for a hundred dollars. That's what I said. Because <laughs> well, at first I thought. Because I asked her, and I was assuming she was going to be like, I'm not going to race you. I thought she would accept defeat off the spot, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, you don't want to do that. She made a sign she's going to embarrass me. <laughs> I was going around the house trying to find a drug test for her because I thought she was on drugs thinking that. Dude, what the fuck? She, maybe she's on like PEDs. <laughs> maybe you're about to get your ass fucking washed, nah, dude. I can't have that. that. Would can't happen. I I'll, I'll accept yeah, the L if I, if I take one. Fucking hundred bucks, bro. Damn. That is fucking funny. Sorry if you heard those noises. I feel like every time I get an email, it buzzes my computer and phone at the same time. How's the weather up there? It's hot, but it was... Oh, dude, there was actually like a crazy storm last night. Um, our power jumped out for like a second, but um, loud. At, like some of the loudest thunder I think I've ever heard. Like, um, And lightning stroke so close. Like I think it hit a tree or something because we could hear like you heard the lightning and then like a pop and then the thunder. So like it sounded like it hit like a tree like really close to our building. Or, like, 
just I don't know it hit something close by because you uh, it was the first time I'd ever heard something like that like just this popping sound and then you hear the thunder so I don't know it was like almost simultaneous thunder and lightning which is crazy I feel like I don't see that very often yeah we were getting weather alerts here down in Georgia about the storm up north yeah um, it didn't last very long but it was pretty wild Oh, this is kind of related, but also kind of dumb. But it also stormed when we were in Charlotte, and I don't think I've ever been in a hotel for a storm before. <laughs> <laughs> Which was like, I don't know why I couldn't get that thought out of my head. Um, but I was like, that's all I could think. I was like, this is like something I've never experienced before is being in a hotel for like a big thunderstorm. What about it's Airbnb? Cool. I mean, um, I don't think so. I don't know if I've been in the hotel for like a real thunderstorm. I've been in the hotel when it's raining. Yeah, raining for sure and snow before, but this thunderstorm thing was like really weird. Like for some reason it just, but it made it so much cozier, you know, like, cause I really fucking hate hotels. Um, but which is funny cause growing up I used to like love hotels so much and now like I can't stand them at all. Um, but I did take a page out of your book to grab a gallon of water because I remember you telling me that like just in passing and that stuck with me too because that's like a genius idea that I've never thought of before. To have water during a storm? No, just to have water in a hotel room oh, yeah, in yeah. general. Oh, yeah. We were talking about my 40. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they don't... They might have vending machine, vending machine water bottles, but... Yeah, or if they have them in the lobby whatever it costs too much money right you get a gallon of water for like two dollars yeah dude that was definitely the move yeah hotels hotels used to feel like a cheap vacation yeah man like a real vacation there was so much wonder in going to a hotel you know um but man now i just hate it (laughs) like i just like miss all my shit and it's like it was like we needed some Advil, right? And there's, like, nowhere to fucking go. So we had to get it from the, um, you know, from the lobby. And it's, like, you know, like, $5 for two pills of Advil, you know? It's, like, I just miss, like, oh, it's in the other bathroom. We just grab it, you know? Or, like, oh, it's in the cap, whatever, in the bedside drawer. But I did have fun, though. I, I been the, Something about, like, experiencing a thunderstorm for the first time at a hotel was cool. What have you been listening to lately? Um, I don't really think anything new. I heard some cool, well, one cool and one really bad cover at the um, concert. Like, as part of her, like, uh, like songs that were playing before the bands came out, you know, like they just got some music going. Um, I heard this fucking country cover of a Stroke song that was just awful. <laughs> I couldn't even find it was so bad. But uh I didn't I didn't save it or anything or else I'd tell you who it was. Um but I was just that got me laughing. Um and then I heard this I can't pronounce her name, but I'll put it in the playlist this week, doing a fucking radio head cover and that was actually really cool, so I ended up saving that one. Um Listen to a band called Broadcast, which is like some more like techno 
stuff, I guess. And then I finally found a Frank Ocean song that I liked after all these attempts. What is it? Um, Nights oh. from Blonde. Dude, the fucking switch up in that shit. I heard it and I was like, okay, uh, I'll I'll keep this one around. <laughs> um, yeah, because I, I have always been like uh, someone who just found his music like incredibly fucking boring. Personally, I know like everybody loves it, but for me, it was just always boring. But that song really fucking hit this time when I heard it. I guess I had heard it before because I've listened through that whole album all the way, but maybe it just wasn't the right time or I wasn't paying enough attention. I love the intro to that song when it comes on. I mean, it's not like it's not super crazy or anything, but when when I first start to hear it, I'm like, oh, let's go. Yeah, because that's one of my favorite yeah. Ocean songs too. That's a pretty popular one. Probably yeah, the most yeah, loved off that album too. Yeah, I feel like it's not a uh, a deep track by any means, but um, yeah, I really like the I really like the beat switch. That was really really fucking cool. But yeah, so nothing too exciting. A lot of the same stuff, but should have a nice little mix for um, playlist this week. Yeah, me personally. Um, I started listening to some more of KC. He's, he was involved a lot with uh, Donda during the process. And he's he had a few. Okay. I think he had a short EP come out this year, so been listening to the, been listening to that and then uh, Coulter Wall he's a country artist he put an album out last week and I heard I'd heard a few songs from him before and my feeling from those songs they were more like slow and his voice really carried mm-hmm. um, but on this his most recent project the instru- instrumental inst- what is that word Instrument- instrumentation what do you say instrumentation yeah the instrumentation on this last album is more um i don't know it's it's got more of an upbeat sound more like honky-tonk-esque i guess but his voice sounds different to me on this project it sounds it sounds more like a johnny cash which i found to be pretty interesting that's cool have you have you listened to johnny cash much not a ton um i know some i don't really know anything other than like his more popular songs but um, it's such a I mean you know such a distinct voice I feel like you know it you know just hearing it Um, I remember they were listening to some fucking Johnny Cash on that uh, Lex Friedman Rick Rubin podcast oh really <laughs> that was cool that's probably the most recent time I've listened to it listened to him yeah they, they played a song on there from I don't remember what song it was though. <laughs> yeah I I had never. I only knew his popular songs too, um, but I I threw on his album from two thousand two, called American, Four, The Man Comes Around, and I probably got like maybe five songs in. It's got that song Hurt, which is hmm. huge, five hundred fifty million plays on Spotify. But I don't know. I liked it, and it's definitely an album I want to pick back up and listen to all the way through again. Oh, you know what we yeah. haven't talked about? What? Bronny. Bronny James. Uh, what about him? He went into cardiac arrest yesterday. What? You didn't? Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't fucking know that. Seriously, yeah. dude? At practice. Damn. 
And uh, oh my god, dude, that's fucking terrifying. I was talking to a medical professional yesterday, and they were telling me they could see recovery taking at least a year before he's able to start Damn. doing physical activity again. Jesus, I mean, at least he's like alive, dude. Yeah, that's a heart what attack. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, I see he's improving. That's all I can. That's what I pulled up on this New York Post mm-hmm. seven hours ago. LeBron is relieved he's improving. That is crazy. I mean, yeah, at least, God, I mean, at least you're talking about uh, a recovery window, you know? Right. Like, that's in itself is a fucking really, really good because that is terrifying. No, I didn't know that at all. Damn, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's really scary. Makes makes me wonder, like, why does that happen to somebody in such good shape? A kid, to say the least. He's not 15 yeah. in great shape. He's 18 in, in great shape. 18, dude. Yeah, I mean, he's probably, if not the best, one of the best in shape, like most in shape 18-year-olds in the country, you know? like No doubt. At the top level. That's crazy, dude. It, yeah, I don't know. He's probably got the best it's diet a, he can have. Like, why does that happen? Yeah, I mean, scary, man. I guess sometimes it's just almost just bad luck. Yeah, yeah so it doesn't say. Prayers for him. Do you, how do you think that affects? Uh, how do you think that affects LeBron's uh, goals of playing with him in the NBA? Oh, I don't know, man. Because we just talked about that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's It's just I guess you you kind of just have to wait and see what what all comes out with it. I mean, is it out of the I mean, it, it could potentially be not out of the question for him to walk away from basketball, you know? Like um depends on what happened, obviously, but you know, you don't just go into cardiac arrest and then, you know, recover and then go back to basketball, you know, every time. So, yeah, I don't know. That's really crazy, dude. Definitely a definitely a uh, wake-up call of, you know, it can happen to pretty much anyone at any time. Yeah, that's right. Because it's like you said, like, you know he was on a crazy good diet you know, taking care of himself, getting checked out all the time, I'm sure. Because they said cardiac screening of Bronny James several months ago was normal. So it's like, you know, they check up on all that shit because you're a, when you're that high level of an athlete. And he, That's crazy, man. And he is at USC now. Right. You think any, uh, any partying had anything to do with it? Uh, I don't know. What happened? He was at practice? Yeah, it happened when he was at practice. That's what I heard. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it'll come out, you know, but... Maybe. If it was... Yeah, I don't know. That's really... I don't know. That's really crazy, dude. And then another story, and I guess you probably haven't heard of this either. Did you hear about Obama's personal chef? No. No. He was found dead at Martha's Vineyard. What the fuck? <laughs> really? Yeah. R.I.P. 
He's from Dumfries, Virginia. Oh, dies in paddleboarding accident. Damn, that's really sad. Yeah. He's from Dumfries, you said. Yeah. Damn, dude. And I think he was, I think he was chefing it up in the White House, and once Obama left, he he brought him with him. But. Oh, I got you. He was okay. So he was the White House chef, and then mm-hmm. he sort of. Damn, he must have been pretty fucking good then. Yeah. And I, that's sad, dude. Crazy thing about stuff like that is, you know, speculation is gonna revolve around it as to why it happened. Yeah. Or how it happened. Yeah. Reports I saw were saying that he drowned. Yeah. That's what it seems like. But the average depths of Martha's Vineyard is within four feet deep. Huh. I'm assuming he was at least five foot eight. Damn, yeah. It says here he made a beer that was brewed from ingredients grown right at the White House. It's kind of cool. Damn, dude, that's really fucking sad, man. What the fuck? I mean, I didn't, I, yeah, that's really crazy. You think there was any foul yeah, play? I mean, I don't know, man. I mean. It said another paddleboarder was on the pond with him at the time and observed him go underwater. It almost has to. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's. So this is two days ago. So, again, more to come out, I guess. And uh, the Obamas were flying out their mortician from D.C. to do the autopsy instead of local authorities. Damn, dude. So they they suspect something. Who knows, man? I guess. I mean, but I mean, I guess if it's anyone who's that close, because obviously they were very close, because personal chef, you pretty much deal with them every day. Um, You'd want to make sure it's getting the best care, even post-death. Damn, yeah, that's pretty crazy, though, man. A lot of uh, of dark stories today. Yeah, and last thing I heard was that allegedly he was working on a book. About being a cook in the White House? I guess so. This is where stuff gets conspiracy-like, which sucks because you've got the family that's grieving, and they've got to, you know. Especially so soon afterwards, like, there's so much more to come out information-wise, like, you know, you don't, you have no idea, but it is it is crazy because any high profile person, even I mean, he's probably like not even high profile, just associated with high profile people. Like it it immediately becomes conspiracy material, even though like it could have just been an accident, and he, you know, it's just a tragic situation. Yeah, they say that the situation draws parallels to. Uh... New York Post put out an article talking about it. And they were saying the the situation at hand draws parallels to when the Clintons had their personal chef pass away from a drowning incident in New Mexico. Uh, yeah, see, now that's like, oh, man, it's just, it sucks because it's like, yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't know how I feel about that. It's, it seems like, 
kind of too headline grabby. Yeah. Conspiracy grabby for the fact that there's just like a dead person like that sucks in itself. But I don't know, man. There's a lot of a lot of people who will take that and run with it, you know, which is sucks kind of shitty yeah. yeah it's kind of shitty it's like the fucking new york po- like did you really like you just put that out there so people would grab it and run with it but i mean that's just another shitty media company just like the rest of mm-hmm. them that one's just more it strays more right i feel like than left right that's the new york post i think so yeah but we'll see we'll see if any more info comes out yeah man rest in peace that guy r.i.p You got anything else? I don't think so. So to end it on a kind of a dark, uh, dark ending. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess, maybe I'm trying to think of something like at least a little bit lighthearted to close it out. But Oh, uh, there's a new drug hailed as turning point for Alzheimer's. Oh, really? Yeah, that's some good news. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, that's it's that's a cool thing. I mean, that's like a fucking one of the scariest diseases I feel like that exists. So, any fucking progression in science for, towards that is pretty cool. Yeah, it says it's called do- donenmab. A new biolog a new biological drug can slow cognitive decline and help halt Alzheimer's disease. Although not a cure, researchers found that half of patients on this drug were able to stop the treatment after a year because it had cleared sufficient brain deposits. Meanwhile, the pace of disease was slowed by twenty to thirty percent overall. There are side effects, but at least it's it's somewhat good news, right? Yeah, it's somewhat yeah, breakthrough moment I'm seeing it here. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, it's Friday. <laughs> there you go. Good Friday's there episode go. 41. Shout out to everybody tuning in listening. 41. Yeah, thanks for bearing with us. Here for the legendary Zoom. Uh, our first first Zoom first pod on the It's impressive we made it 40 episodes <laughs> without ever having to do Zoom, so but life gets in the way, I guess. It's yeah, it's impressive we haven't had to take a break. Yeah, or so miss a week. Little, little little pat on the back for us from us. And we are a thank you everybody. Eleven weeks out from a year. No, we're not. What are we? <laughs> How many weeks out are we? Oh. Forty-one. Fifty-two um, is a year. Isn't that eleven? So yeah, eleven. Yeah, that's gonna be your fast. Quick math. Damn, dude. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, I guess we got to do something for that too. Another celebration episode. Yes, sir. Stay, stay tuned for our uh, our benchmark of hitting a year. Other than that, thanks everybody. Check out Good Radio this week, Volume Forty One. Appreciate everybody yep, tuning yep. in. Yep. Uh, uh, love you guys. Peace. <laughs>